Welcome to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast with Darren Mitchell. If you're a sales letter looking to take your leadership to a whole new level, then this is the podcast for you. We'll be exploring tips, techniques, and strategies to help you take your leadership to the exceptional level and allow you to enjoy more money, more meaning, and better sales results. Hello, Darren Mitchell here, and welcome back to another episode of the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast. So glad you could join me on this wonderful Thursday, the 20th of May, 2021. And as a reminder, before we get into today's episode, if you haven't yet subscribed to the show, please press subscribe on the podcast platform that you are listening to this episode on. That will enable me to let you know when new episodes are up and running, ready to be listened to, to be digested, and all things uh, podcasty. Uh, as well as that, if you can do me a massive favor and rate the show as well, uh, because that will now enable other people just like you to more easily find the Exceptional Sales Letter podcast. And of course, I normally put the call to action at the back end of each episode, but uh, this time I put it up front. Shameless plug, I know, but I am looking for the next ideal, highly committed, highly disciplined client who's a sales leader or wants to be a sales leader and really wants to be committed to taking their sales leadership to the exceptional sales leader level. So if that's you, love to work with you one-on-one, jump on my calendar, go to leadwithdarren.com, pick a time, we'll sit down and have a conversation about what the program looks like for you and get you well on the way to becoming that exceptional sales leader in the next 90 days. So I've got a couple of spots opening up and we can work together as early as next week. So look forward to that conversation. So with that said, with that out of the way, let's get into today's episode. And one thing I want to talk about today is if there's one certainty in sales, oh, there's a lot of certainties, but this one's a big one, that it's this that your sales and revenue target is only going to increase over time. It's never going to go backwards. Now, you might be sitting there thinking, oh, well, I've got some exceptions and I've had I've had a really bad year and our company's reduced our sales targets. Well, for all intents and purposes, uh, sales is about growth. Sales is about always increasing opportunities and always increasing performance. So it is always about getting better, which means that we need to continue to improve. We need to keep getting better and we need to focus on the next level. That is, we need to continue to make progress. And what's really interesting, no matter which organization I speak with, no matter what kind of sales leader I'm dealing with, the same uh, the same theme comes out every single time. And that is, oh my God, we've got... Uh, We've got a massive jump this year from last year. We've got 20% growth or we've got 30% growth. And in some cases, we've got a 50% year-on-year growth expectation that's been placed upon us by the board. And it's really hard, particularly when it comes to uh, sales leaders having to work from the bottom up and create the forecasting, which which is a, a legitimate exercise that most sales leaders would probably do each and every year. And I know I used to do this many, many years ago and for many years in a row. And that is uh, building the bottom-up forecast being as as realistic as possible, but interestingly, del- delving into the psychology of salespeople, when you ask salespeople to give you the forecast, they are a little bit on the conservative side, hoping that their sales target won't be as big as uh, what they will ultimately get, knowing that if they can maximize the opportunity, and they may actually make more commission. Hey, and there's nothing wrong with that because a lot of people are driven by performance, driven by recognition, some, although not all, Driven by uh, driven by commissions, but uh, one thing is for sure that sales targets are always on the increase. So that's an expectation we need to put up straight away and understand that it's not necessarily going to go backwards. Now, if that's the case, then if we've got a track record of performance and we've really busted our busted our butts and and pulled out every stop 
to actually achieve a stretch number in the last financial year, and we're given another stretch number this financial year, it's probably fair to say that a lot of people think at that, look at that and say, how, how am I going to do that? There's no more opportunities or I've, I've literally drained all of the blood out of the stone. There's nothing more to get. And yet the expectation is that we have to do more and increase and get better. Now, Albert Einstein once said that a problem cannot be solved with the same level of thinking that created the problem in the first place. In other words, we have to continue to make progress. We have to continue to elevate our thinking. We have to look at new ways and more innovative ways to achieve and to get better. And so unfortunately, too many sales leaders, even today, uh, focus their too much of their attention, too much of their time on the price. They set the target, they set the goal, and that's where all the conversations center around. What are you going to hit this month? Where's you, where, where are you in relation to your particular target? What percentage year-to-date are you? Where's your gaps and what's your plan to fill the gaps? And this can sometimes be all-consuming. And is it any wonder that when sales leaders and senior sales leaders focus all of their attention on this particular area, that is the end-of-year target or the, the quarter target, is it any wonder that the uh, the pressure goes up? Is it any wonder that engagement starts to go down? And is it any wonder that often people's discretionary effort starts to go down? Because sometimes by having this unrelenting focus on the end goal, if there is too much of a perceived gap, if the gap between performance last year and next year in terms of the expectation is too great, very often it can become a demotivator. And I've seen it happen hundreds and hundreds of times where the organization has set a very uh, aspirational goal and a stretch goal, and they've forecast that to the marketplace. And then that, that goal has been filtered down to the sales teams, and the sales teams have been thinking, well, my God, how can I get a 35 45 55% uplift year on year to achieve that goal? It's just impossible. And so their level of thinking has stuck out what they did last year, not thinking about how can we do this and how can we stretch and how can we get better? How can we potentially look at ways to bridge that gap and achieve that. Now, this is where exceptional sales leaders really set themselves apart from their peers and all their competition. Now, exceptional sales leaders will understand that the target is the target. That's the number, right? So the goal is set. They will cast a vision. They will create an environment where they're thinking about, okay, how is this possible? Not if we can achieve this, but how can we potentially achieve this? They'll also do what great leaders do, and they will set the reality. They'll set the benchmark. They'll understand, okay, where is reality? Let's get really, really fixated right now on where we are right now. That becomes the foundation. That becomes the platform. Then they can identify, okay, where is the gap between reality and our aspirational goal? And start thinking about, all right, what are some possibilities that we can think about that will enable us to get to that particular goal? It may include some specific tactics, it may include some specific strategies, but I guarantee it'll include one thing, and that is elevating our level of thinking and really thinking about, okay, what is possible and how can I do it, not if this is possible. And that's the, the key thing that differentiates themselves against their competition. They always understand that the goal might be an aspirational goal, but they look at how they can achieve it, not whether they can achieve it. Now, this might sound a little bit counterintuitive and it might even sound a little bit controversial, particularly if you're in an environment where the sales target is the sales target and you get rewarded based on winning on the scoreboard. So it's almost a win-lose type of game. It's not actually about the achievement of the target. Now, I'll say it again. It's not actually about the achievement of the target because historically, and this is backed up by research, very rarely do you have organizations and sales teams significantly either overachieve their target or significantly underachieve their target. Now, there might be always exceptions to the rule and there might be some anomalies in that, but historically, if you look at statistics, 
uh, most sales teams tend to achieve their sales target within about five to ten percent either way. So overachievement by five to ten percent, underachievement by five to cent to ten percent, irrespective of the size of the target set at the beginning of the year. It's just a phenomenal. Uh, what's it called? A phenomenal phen- phenomenon. <laughs> If that makes sense. So here's the difference. This is what this is what an exceptional sales letter will do, and this is what the whole topic of today's podcast is. It's about prioritizing progress over perfection. So the key thing here is do not wait for the ducks to be lined up. Too many sales leaders and too many sales teams do so much planning. They do so much strategizing. They'll have think tanks. They'll have whiteboards going. They'll have flip charts going. They'll have post-it notes going. All the different priorities and and pontif they'll pontificate until the cows come home, literally waiting for the ducks to be lined up so they can execute their plan perfectly and achieve achieve their achieve the outcome. Time's ticking. Time is actually ticking. We don't want to wait for the ducks to be lined up. We don't want to wait for all the training to be done because a lot of organizations will set aside training so they can actually train their sales team on a new product or a new marketing campaign to then go out and cascade to the marketplace and hopefully that'll be creating miracles where customers will fall over themselves to purchase your product. We don't wait for the training to be done. We don't wait for the perfect marketing plan to be done from their marketing department. And we certainly don't wait for the perfect sales pitch or the perfect sales presentation to be put in place because there is no such thing as perfection. In fact, when you think about perfection, it really says that there's no there's no real benchmark, there's no real standard because you'll never, ever be satisfied. And so to think about the goal and think about the target and think about I've got to get the perfect plan so I can maximize my return or how's this? I want to guarantee that what I put in place is going to deliver my target because my target's so big. I can't waste my time just experimenting things. What you're doing is you're wasting time because time is just ticking. All we have is 86,400 seconds every single day or we have 96 15-minute increments available to us every single day. So I recorded a podcast not long ago about the power of 15 minutes. What can you do in 15 minutes? Well, I guarantee you can make two phone calls. You can make three phone calls. You could write a straw man or a framework of a presentation or a pitch. You could write a framework of a proposal. There's lots you can do in a 15-minute increment. It's all about making progress. Here's the thing. Great exceptional sales leaders focus on progress more than anything else because they know that imperfect implementation is so much more effective than waiting for the perfect plan that obviously in most cases never gets implemented. So what do they do? First of all, they have their target set. They know that's the target. That's There's no avoiding that. That is the number, right? So at the end of the year, we've either won or we've lost. So that's the reality. They then set the reality as to where we are right now so they can identify what the gap is. And then they go about, okay, what are some things we can do and let's put in place a plan and let's now execute the plan because it's the progress that is going to generate effort. It's the progress that's always also going to generate momentum and through momentum and through continuous effort, guess what? You get a thing called feedback. You can test and measure. You can get feedback about what's not working and you can get feedback on what is working. So you can adjust along the way whether it's negative feedback or positive feedback. Either way, you're making progress. And guys, this is such an important principle. I don't want you to miss this. Because too many sales leaders are focusing too much of their attention on getting it right, wanting to get it right, getting it perfect, and having the perfect execution strategy to get the perfect result. Well, it doesn't exist. The ones that are making the making the biggest inroads, the ones that are generating momentum are the organizations and the sales leaders and the sales teams that are focusing on progress. And the sales leaders that are doing this are also starting to recognize and reward 
progress. It's such an important thing. And it reminds me of, a, of an organization I worked with a couple of years ago. And I was helping them through their sales process and methodology, but also helping them with their sales leadership and therefore their sales teams. And one of the challenges, they're operate, operating in a really, really highly commoditized, highly competitive, very price-driven marketplace. And they're under huge amounts of pressure to maintain their market share, but also to increase their volumes, increase their market share. And it was huge amounts of pressure. Their goals were huge, right? So what we started to do is we started to break it down and did exactly what we're talking about in this podcast. I said, instead of looking at the prize, instead of focusing all your attention on the end goal, which is ultimately the scoreboard, and that's that's something to still be recognizing and understand, it's never going to go away. Let's start putting our attention there, placing our focus on what we're doing on a weekly, monthly, but also sometimes daily basis. And so we started to get the sales leaders to think about, all right, what are the priorities? What are the, what are the key things? What are the vital few things that them as sales leaders could be doing, but also what their sales teams could be doing individually that would move the needle, that would make progress. Now, when you had a sales team of, say, five, six, seven people, and each of them were focusing on core activities that were focused on making progress, a funny thing happened. Over time, they started to make some significant inroads in terms of their market penetration. They started to have better conversations. They started to generate momentum and they started to leverage that momentum and there was an exponential increase in business that started to happen. Why? Because they were not focused on the big goal and thinking, oh my God, this is just an insurmountable obstacle that I'm never going to get to. They focused on the daily habits they could put in place that would be focused on making progress. Now, everybody, irrespective of the size of the target, everybody can focus on some things that are going to move you forward. And the other key thing about that, the sales leaders were starting to now reward and recognize and place their focus on the progress that their team was making. So they started to reward effort. They started to have conversations about the progress that people people are making in terms of exponentially improvement from today to yesterday and, and from this week to next week. And through that, they were starting to recognize people for effort. So it was no longer the salesperson of the month because of the, of the business they'd brought in. They were starting to recognize people for incremental improvements or exponential improvements in terms of the behaviors they wanted to see. And so they were focused more and more on making progress. They were focused on what we call the fundamentals or the vital few. Now, a miraculous thing happened. And it's just funny how this works. At the end of the year, they looked back and guess what? They had overachieved their target. Why? Because they were not focused on perfect implementation of a perfect plan. They were focused on what can I do today to move forward? What can I do today to get better? How can I be better today than I was yesterday? How can I focus on making progress? So it's that one extra phone call. It was that one extra email. It was that one extra pitch they did. Where last year, they didn't do that because they were so focused on the big goal. And in some cases, they were completely frozen by the sheer size of the goal that was right in front of them. This year, completely different. They actually started to focus more on the progress and miracles do happen. So the key message today is if you're a sales leader who is right now focused on the big target and you think this is a massive target, I'm not sure how we're going to do it, you start start to think about how can I break it down and how can I start looking at how do I make progress? How do I encourage my team to get better today than they were yesterday? What are the vital few things that they could do? How can I utilize the 15 minutes that I've got available to me right now to make one phone call, two phone calls, do something extra And how can I now reward progress? Focus on the progress. Don't focus on perfection. And you'll be amazed at what you can achieve. So I trust that message resonates and is of value to you and to your sales team. And uh, as always, thank you very much for plugging in to the podcast. And I look forward to sharing with you on the very next episode. 
of the exceptional Sales Letter Podcast. All the best. Thank you for listening to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast. I trust the information in this episode has been helpful in your journey towards becoming exceptional. And remember, please take the time to rate the show, subscribe to the show so other people can find it. But also, if I can help you, jump on my calendar, go to leadwithdarren.com and let's have a conversation about how I can help you along your journey to being exceptional.